Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Copy listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday. What's up? What's up? I'm excited. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why it's not a special Friday. But we woke up. It's another magnificent day. It's another opportunity to get out here and be our best selves. That's always exciting, right? Hey, so thank you so much. I got a bunch of new listeners. This is fantastic. You guys are really making my life. This is exciting. So keep listening. Keep liking. Keep giving us those five stars, uh, following, whatever it is, forwarding, whatever it is you guys are doing. I appreciate it. Um, All the feedback, you know, that I've been getting is super positive, and I'm thankful for that. Thank you for listening. You could... You could be anywhere in the world, but you choose to uh, use Mad Love as your, uh, you know, 15 to 20 minutes of power. And I appreciate it. I really do. I can't thank you enough. Super grateful. Um, so, yeah, y'all, I've check, check it out. I was uh, intrigued by the few minutes that I saw of the other next next VM or whatever documentary docu-series on stars about that uh, Keith Raniere right so yesterday this dude gets sentenced to like life in prison I think he got three life sentences or something um and he should but here's what HBO man y'all fell for the okie doke because you had the the not better docu-series I'm sorry to say it I love HBO I feel like uh they're family but check it out man you all should have gotten the other documentary series that's on um stars because it's way better (laughs) let's just put it that way i think like i said i i didn't care for that documentary it went too long that docuseries i'm sorry it went too long the one on hbo it was all this hand-wringing and guilt and and now i know why because the people who starred on the HBO docuseries made hella money off of uh, the cult. You know, they downplayed it. I'm serious. They downplayed their roles in it. And they were in it for years. We're talking 10, 11 years, some of these people. And and the, the guy and the girl that star uh in the in the HBO docuseries, they really downplay how much money they made. And that's why they feel so guilty. And then once they finally get out of it, then they're like, well, we got to get this India Oxenberg out. And so they document that more than anything. Well, the docuseries on stars, stars India Oxenberg, who then is like, oh, yeah, these people were making tons of money off of me and uh, anybody that they recruited. And so that's why I felt like their docuseries just wasn't cutting to the bone. It it didn't tell us enough. So in this new docuseries I'm watching, it's called Seduced. I want to say Seduced, the women of Nexium or something like that. But I know the first word is Seduced and it's on stars. And it is so much better because A, is shorter. I think the director had a clearer vision. And it's not all this hand-wringing. Yes, she feels bad, but she she really didn't benefit from it the way the HBO people did, the ones who started in The Vow. You know, those people were making big money and they downplay it and they downplay all the, the terrible things this guy did. And that's why they didn't hardly talk about them, I think. Because, and, and maybe they felt like they couldn't say it all. 
do the, the legal shit, but then don't make a documentary. You know what I mean? Because you're not telling us everything and you can feel it. There was something about it that was ringing hollow. Well, this one, they, they talk about how he was a child molester, how he trumped up his grades, how he really uh, um, his GPA at whatever college he finally got out of was like 2.26. That's not good. That's not no genius GPA. Uh, there's only one book in the world that calls him a genius. And I think it's the Australian edition of the Guinness <laughs> Guinness Book of World Records from 1989. And only that edition and only Australian. I mean, this dude is a total and complete fraud. And I don't I just think they grazed that in the vow. And in this one, it it she's just going in because she she wasn't a leader. And it doesn't sound like she made a whole ton of money. Um, and her mother is, uh, uh, you know, I don't think she's a huge star, but she was on Dynasty and I remember her. That was like 40 years ago. But um, she's also descendant of royalty and whatever. And I think she married Casper Van Dien, who was popular for, for a time. You know, they're notable. And I guess if you're running a cult, they'd be a good get. But uh, yeah, so India, her whole version is totally more of what I wanted to hear. And so I think, like I said yesterday, these guys were not being authentic and they didn't share the full brunt of how terrible this dude was because they it would make them look bad, too. Because they co-signed a lot of bad behavior. There was a, a speech in one of the episodes I just watched. There's only two out so far. Um, and this one is directed by Cecilia Peck. She does a great job because she gets to the to the heart of the matter, which is what I said. Why do we need eight episodes of you all hand wringing? Um, yeah, one episode, he, he basically, they have him making speech. Of course, he was a narcissist and he thought he was doing such great work. He was like baby Hitler. So he videotaped everything and he has speeches where he's normalizing rape. He's normalizing the raping of children. You know, um, he's just planting all kinds of really fucked up seeds, and when people nod in agreement and they have a picture of one of the women from the HBO series nodding in agreement when he says something particularly heinous, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was either about rape or raping a baby or something. And the Edmondson lady from Vancouver is sort of like nodding. And it's like, man, you all were completely indoctrinated. I think they need to go back and make a documentary about why the vow on HBO didn't really go that deep because uh, these people, this, this one shows that Mark Vicente and Sarah Edmondson were way deep into this and making money off of it and continue to make money because they sold a docuseries to HBO. And it's like, yeah, all this guilt and hand wringing isn't enough of a penance though. Cause I don't see a lot of, uh, I didn't hear a lot of apologies and, you know, I saw a lot of guilt, but I didn't see a lot of, you know, I would have I would have preferred a better docuseries from The Vow. So I found it and it's called Seduced and it was really, really good. Um, cults are fascinating to me, especially in this modern era, because we're not talking about like people living on a compound wearing Nike tennis shoes and some of the stuff we've seen in the past. This looks like a normal thing, but uh, they take what could be real 
knowledge and twist it. You know, I've heard almost all the stuff they are spouting, but then they twist it. It's like when people get a drunk off a little bit of a, a, a little bit of power and then decide to manipulate you. Oy, watch out for that. The ill subliminal is everywhere. And I'm telling you, you have to follow your gut, especially as a woman, you know, more than in both docuseries, they always go, well, I kind of thought that was weird. And he kisses everybody on the mouth. And then the new series, they have a clip of him kissing at this. They called it V week, which is Vanguard week, which is what he wanted to be called. So that's strange. They worship him. People put together shows and programs to compete for his attention and affection. That's weird. And then they show him kissing every single part. They didn't show a lot of him kissing a man. He kissed one man on the lips, but at least they cut at least 10 to 15 women back to back to back, kissing him on the mouth, telling them how much they love him. And, and he's just got these little dirty glasses and he's little and ugh, I don't get it. I do not get it, but I've never tried to mind control anybody either. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fascinating. So if you're going to watch this next VM stuff, check it out on stars because the HBO one is like, meh. And that's because they didn't want to get into their own shit. Yeah, they were into it. They co-signed a lot of bad behavior and you can see it in the stars one that they conveniently left out of the other one interesting everybody's always trying to spend shit just own it where's accountability you did this just own it i mean i mean you didn't put the brands on the people's vaginas but you were complicit you were part of this organization that was mind fucking people i just don't get it you're you were a part of it just be accountable and, and i hope accountability is making a huge comeback um you know I saw yesterday the uh, general manager of the Cardinals or the president or whatever his title is now, John Mozalak. He was like, yeah, I missed the ball on this one dude. The dude who hit the ball off, hit the cover off the ball in the World Series. We apparently traded him. I don't follow the Cardinals as closely as I used to. Randy's something. I can't pronounce his last name. But apparently, you know, people felt some kind of way because Mo let him go. You know, and uh, he was like, yeah, my fault. I messed up. He obviously had uh, talents that we didn't appreciate and we need to do a better job screening our talent. My bad. And you know what? It's cold comfort to hardcore fans because that dude ate everything up in the World Series. But, you know, I like it. He just basically was like, yeah, this is my fault. And I like that. Because we live in a world now where nobody wants to take the blame for everything. Everything is somebody else's fault. And they'd waste a ton of time pointing fingers. You know, when you make a mistake, just own it. And I don't know. It's just... And if you do things that aren't proper, don't throw a rock and hide your hand. You know what I mean? That's basically what I'm saying. Be accountable for your own behavior. And, you know, some things you won't be able to explain away. Some of y'all think you're charming and you really charm free. So you, you, people get tired of that. Eventually charm wears thin because most of y'all ain't as charming as you think. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've met people who for real think they are uh, amazing and charming. And it's like, I don't know. I don't think you're as charming as you think you are. Um, and when people have to announce that they're charming, that's weird too. 
you know, but just be accountable for your behavior. I'm telling you, your friends are going to love you. Your family are going to love you. Everybody's going to rally around you 10 times harder when you can just say, hey, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. You know, but don't keep making the same mistake because then people are like, what the hell? (laughs) People will get tired. (laughs) If you don't learn from your mistakes, then, you know, shame on us for continuing to believe your ass. You know, so anyway, that is, uh, I don't know, I guess that's the moral of the story. Be accountable. And and those HBO docuseries people, HBO got duped by the vow, I think. Because the next, the other one, the seduced one, is way more. I mean, it's got more meat on the bone. This other thing was just a bunch of people feeling guilty and hand wringing. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. Own your shit, even even the unpleasant stuff. It it resolves it faster, not only for the world but for you. You'll feel better as soon as you're like, dude. I really, I was indoctrinated too, and I'm sorry. That that goes a lot further than. Uh, the hand wringing. He was this way and he did that and he did it. Yeah, he did that and you co-signed it. And now you have, he's going to jail forever. And I don't know, maybe you should too. You co-signed it and you profited from it. You should at least have something, of, some sort of slap on the wrist. But, you know. Anyway, it's Friday. And, you know, I'm always in my feelings on Friday. (laughs) If I were a judge, you do not want me to put your sentence on Friday. Because I'd be like, dude, you're going to jail forever, man. You done, bruh. I don't know. I I get passionate on Friday. Well, I'm passionate every day. But Friday, it just feels like, ta-da. It's like it's all here now. All the emotionality. So... I think my life advice today is simple. We're at the end of October. I'll be talking to you next month, next time I get on here. And, uh, ooh, I got a good guest coming up this weekend. My buddy, we went to high school together. Her name's Carolyn. She runs an organization called Safe and Harm's Way. Listen, humble brag, I came up with the name because when she was describing her situation and she deals a lot with intimate partner violence, domestic violence, um, ways to help people get tools to get safe, uh, cause when she was describing the situation, I was like, dude, you thought you were safe, but you were really in harm's way. And, uh, I was like, I think you should call your organization that. And then I had my production team put together a song and just the whole thing. So it's been like three or four years. She was on the podcast a couple of years ago and she's just grown her business exponentially. And I'm super proud of her. And this mission is personal for her. And I'll let her get into how much of it she wants to talk about. But uh, she'll be a guest next week. We're going to record this weekend. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, you know, but we've had a good month. October has been incredible. The listeners, the, uh, the downloads, the likes and follows and shares, they're all up. And I thank you for that. Keep doing it. Uh, I love bringing you good quality qu- content. I think I'm doing that. I'm trying to do that. And I know um, you all will let me know <laughs> if I'm not. And um, yeah, it's been a very exciting month. If you've got business goals, please get them done ASAP Rocky. You got to move. Because I'm telling you, if you're in America, after after mid-November, good luck, man. Especially with this pandemic, because I think after elections, all of a sudden, politicians who were running for office are now going to close everything back down. 
I just feel like that there are going to be some rules put in place, but they won't do it before election day because that would be um, too much like, you know, they don't care about uh, their public image and they care a lot because they want to win all these. Listen, they may be in it for the money, some of them, but they're very serious about uh, their money and and they're not going to uh, jeopardize um, the power. They like the power too. Some people have money, uh, and then you can tell the politicians who who are running for the money. Some of them will even tell you, um, "Hey, I'm just in it for the cash." And then you know, some of them uh, mostly like the power. But your power is limited in politics, especially you know if we're talking about mayors and and uh, you know governors. Even a governor has limited power. But I get it. So here we go. It's going to be interesting. So try to get all your goals wrapped up. We're at the end of the year, practically. Um, You got a couple months to make it happen. And, uh, you know, you guys, we got to be proud of ourselves. We have survived one epic year. They're going to write a lot of shit about 2020. It's it's been epic. And we're still here. So that's a win. We are winning, even if you can't tell. (laughs) If you're still here and you are COVID free and you are still alive in 2020 that's the bar so you know you won't live a life where you're completely unscathed ever this life is about growth when you're uncomfortable you're growing and so hey we had growing pains this year for sure but you should be proud of yourselves i'm proud of you i'm proud of me too so let's meet back here next month I'll see you what uh, I'll talk to you. What is that? November, November the 2nd. All right. So be good. Be safe. Have a great weekend. Um, I have mad love and respect for you. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, 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 oh,